Sefer Bamidbar concludes with Parshas Masse, named for the 42 journeys that Bnei Yisrael took in the desert over the course of the 40 years between when they left Mitzrayim and entered Eretz Yisrael. Interestingly, the Torah doesn't just give us a list of the places they went, but for each one we are told, Vayisu, and they traveled from place A, and Vayachanu, they camped in place B. And later it says, Vayisu, and they traveled from place B, and Vayachanu, they camped at place C. There seems to be a lot of redundant information here. Why do we need to be told not only about each campsite, but also about each journey between camps? We know that the recounting of each of the 42 sites evoked a memory of something that had happened there, an important step on the nation's journey. But we also need to know that it isn't only the points in time when things happen that are important. It's the journeys and the processes that get us there that also count. It's easy for us to feel accomplished and good about a positive action or depressed by a negative action. But those actions, good and bad, they didn't happen in a vacuum. There was a journey that led up to them. And that journey in and of itself has value. For example, if at the end of the day we snap at our kids, that's an action. There's a point in time that something happened. But what was the process? It might have involved us skipping meals that day, worrying a lot about something, trying to do too much in too short a time. There was a journey that led to us losing our patience. And of course, it also works in the positive direction. When we smile and have patience for our kids at the end of a long day, it's because of the day's journey that we went on, the decisions we made that led us on the path towards a happy outcome. Yes, each campsite is important because something momentous happened there, but each journey was equally important. And there are times we forget to connect the dots between our journeys and our destinations and between our kids' journeys and their destinations. I'd like to share an example with you. That happened in my home recently. One of my children spent much of the day bored. She wasn't interested in doing anything I suggested. And after a long time, she asked me if she could have time playing on the computer. Now, I knew that screen time was going to stifle creativity and leave her feeling even more disgruntled and unfulfilled. So I was mean mommy and I said no. That was the journey. I allowed her to feel bored, to wander the house picking up books and putting them down, picking up a drawing pad, sketching for a bit, and then putting it down, bored. And in the middle of this journey, I tolerated a fair bit of whining too. Guess what? About four o'clock in the afternoon, she took ownership over her day, went for a bike ride, decided to write a play that required a lot of research, started doing the research, started writing a play, got her cousins and siblings excited about putting on the play with her. Baruch Hashem, by the time she went to bed, she felt that she had had a wonderful day. Her destination ended up being joyous and fulfilled, but it was because of a fairly unpleasant journey that she went on to get there. Sometimes we forget that boredom can be a good thing, a journey inwards to creativity. Sometimes we forget that even bumpy processes are important in determining what the end product is. In child raising, we don't just click a button and get a resilient, healthy, happy child. It's an outcome of all the decisions we make along the way about every single part of the journey that we're traveling on and the type of journey that we build for our children to travel. Have a wonderful Shabbos.